Bitcoin will never reach mass adoption. That's my case today. And it's not because there's anything wrong with Bitcoin of itself. It's just because Bitcoin isn't aiming for mass adoption. Let me explain. Welcome to Cryptonomics, Principles of Cryptocurrency and Investing. Now, if you are storing hundreds or thousands of dollars worth of crypto on an exchange, you're putting yourself at risk. Your account could get hacked, the exchange could get hacked. We've seen it happen before with MT Gox, Cripsy, among others. That's why you need to get one of these babies, a Trezor. In many ways, it's more secure than printing out your crypto wallet and burying it in your backyard. I've been using mine for more than a year. You can store more than 500 cryptos on this thing. Go to trezor.cryptonomics.space and you can pick one up there. Put your mind at ease, keep your coins safe, get a Trezor. Now let's talk about mass adoption. The Bitcoin team isn't focused on mass adoption and maybe they never were. They're focused on something else, something technical, some engineering miracle. I don't know exactly what, but I know they're not focused on mass adoption because to focus on mass adoption, you've got to start with the customer experience and work backwards to the technology. You can't start with the technology and try to figure out where you're gonna to try to sell it. And I've made this mistake probably more than anybody else in this room. Not starting with, let's sit down with the engineers and figure out what awesome technology we have and then how are we gonna market that. What incredible benefits can we give to the customer? Where can we take the customer? We know that user experience isn't a priority of the dev team because we can hear it in their own words. In 2017, when the Bitcoin transaction fees were surging, Bitcoin dev Luke JR said, just pay a $5 fee and it'll go through every time unless you're doing something stupid. In 2013, developer Gregory Maxwell gave his opinion on the one megabyte block size limit, saying he wouldn't have ever got involved in the project if they didn't have that limit. So he wanted it to be limited. More recently, October 2018, both Jimmy Song and Gregory Maxwell advised people to use their credit card rather than make on-chain transactions with Bitcoin. Now we can tell that this is not a team that is striving for a good user experience with Bitcoin. They say these things with no apologies, so whatever their plans are, we can tell that it's not a payment platform for regular people. Bitcoin has an established history, it's the oldest project in the space, and it's tough. And I don't think it's controversial at all to say it's the most stable project in the industry, but sometimes stable and stagnant are two sides of the same coin. But stability is not a sign of health. Let's look at a historical example, Betamax versus VHS, video systems of the 80s and 90s. If you ask some people why Betamax failed, they'll tell you that it was a case of market failure, that users actually bought the product that was technically inferior. Now it's true that Betamax had superior picture quality, but users did make the right choice because they actually pursued the product which met their needs. 
Sony Betamax was so focused on tech that they never stopped to ask what their customers actually wanted. And what their customers wanted was an affordable system with a long playtime. And picture quality was always secondary to that. In its first form, Betamax could record for one hour. VHS could record for two hours, which is enough to watch a movie or a football game. Sony also waited years to add features like a remote control and a pause button. People bought the system, which gave them what they wanted. This is from an article written in 2003, still relevant today. Almost no journalists and no geeks have ever come across the concept of the whole product, though it is well known to marketing people. Real people may not be aware of it, but the whole product is an accurate description of the way they buy things. Let's take a simple example. Digital audio tape. Get someone to compare that with the Humboldt C90 compact cassette, and they will find that to be technologically superior, especially for recording music. However, if you consider the whole product, that is vastly inferior for most people most of the time. This is why people still buy millions of cassettes, when they did at the time. While that has virtually disappeared from consumer use. The point is that when someone buys and uses a product, the technological aspects are a small and often uninteresting part of the decision. When you choose compact cassette, you are also buying into a vast infrastructure of capabilities, services, and support. These include the availability of cheap cassettes on every high street, cheap personal stereos, and the ability to use the same format for a wide range of applications. Personal stereo, portable radio, cassette players in the car, in your hi-fi stack. That's Jack Schofield writing for The Guardian in 2003. Still relevant today because technical people still haven't put the pieces together and think about what people actually want. When I interviewed Juan Galt about a month back, he told me how important it was for people to be able to verify their own blockchain. It's about counting the total supply. If you can't download a node to a consumer-grade computer and run the verification process, then you can't actually know that the supply is limited. Really, I think if you're nerdy enough to want to verify the amount of coins that exist in a blockchain system, you're probably nerdy enough to go and buy the specialized hardware to do it. Working around the whole project, structuring the whole project to cater to this small group of people who wanted to be able to verify the blockchain on the home computer is just so backwards. Because regular people don't want that. They want something that's easy to use, like credit cards or cash or Apple Pay, Google Pay. They don't want to have to verify their own freaking blockchain. <laughs> of course, no disrespect to Juan. I recommend you go back and listen to that full interview yourself and make up your own mind. From my perspective, this tech is ready to go. And there are people in Venezuela and Argentina and various parts of Africa who really need this technology. They really need stable currency, non-government currency that's not corruptible. And the problem isn't that you need to add SegWit and Lightning Networks and all kinds of Tower of Babylon nerdy fantasies to make it work. What you really need is a good user experience, something that's simple for regular people to use and support systems and 
in place so they can get help when they need it. Only problem is it needs the user experience to meet the users where they're at. So you can't just keep having a very technical user experience and expecting people to come to you. It's not going to happen. That's not how mass adoption works. Somebody needs to focus on what users actually want and give it to them. So like a platform that you can access on your computer and on your phone or even on somebody else's computer, something that works over SMS like with dash text, somebody needs to step up and design systems which make it easy and fun and interesting and pretty to use for regular people. And that's the only way that cryptocurrency is ever going to reach mass adoption. In terms of Bitcoin, right now, the way it's going, I say it's very unlikely because they're focused on this high concept sci-fi rigmarole of SegWit and Lightning Networks that people don't really care about and they forget the things that people do care about. Just like with Sony Betamax, they're focused on the technical aspects and it's not going to go well. I don't know which project is going to hit the mainstream first. What I do know is if you focus on tech and not people, then your project is going to stay in your mom's garage. All tech, all crypto, all design should be about people. And when you care about people, people care about you. Remember, buy a Trezor, keep your crypto safe, trezor.cryptonomics.space. Thank you so much for listening. Stay grateful. Thank you.